Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Night Podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network. I'm Chris Yao, and as always, I'm joined by Maurice Patton. want to take a quick moment, of course, to thank our sponsors, Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Custom Stone Handlers, and, of course, our title sponsor, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Custom Stone Handlers believes in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. Contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. And in our final show before high school football officially gets underway this week, we are joining our first segment today by Clayton Harris of the TriStar Sports Network. Clayton, thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Clayton, um, obviously we've got a lot going on this week. You are, you guys have got a lot going on this week as well. Um, got to be pretty excited to finally be implementing some of the stuff that you've been um, thinking about, talking about, working on for, for weeks and months now. Yeah, we're, we're very excited. Uh, number one, uh, you know, we, we picked up Summit football this year. Uh, that will be on 101.7 WKOM. Uh, and then this will also be our 74th year of uh, Columbia Central football on WKRM uh, as they, uh, they face Spring Hill in their opener this week. Uh, but what we're really, really excited about is our uh, TriStar uh, Friday Night Live, uh, which is going to be on 14 different frequencies throughout Middle Tennessee. Uh, you can hear it in Murfreesboro, WGNS, uh, 100.5 FM and also on 101.9 FM at 14.50 AM. Uh, obviously, they're going to be on both of our stations, 101.7 uh, WKOM, the flagship station for uh, Friday Night Live, TriStar Sports Friday Night Live, and then 103.7 WKRM out of Columbia. Um, we have a list of other uh, radio stations as well. The Rooster out of Manchester, 101.5 FM uh, WFTZ. And then WBRY out of Woodbury, 107.9 FM and 1540 AM. And then we're on a couple of stations in Winchester, WCDT, uh, 106.9 FM and 1340 AM. And WZYX out of Winchester, 94.5 FM and 95.3 FM and 1440 AM. So we're really excited about um, what, what we have planned. Uh, J, J.P. Plant will be our host, and uh, we'll have tons of guests, including uh, you guys as well, uh, joining us after uh, each game every Friday night here in the fall. Uh, and we're really looking forward to it. We really think that we're going to be able to give uh, folks, specifically in southern middle Tennessee uh, and the surrounding areas, the coverage uh, that, you know, that they deserve. And, and we're looking forward to it. Well, I'll speak for Chris for a second. We both got faces for radio, so we're both kind of looking forward to that um, that Friday night post game with you guys. Well, as as somebody that has one for radio as well, I, I, I I'm excited to have you guys on as well. It, it's going to be a good time. We really appreciate it. You know, Clayton, it, you talk about adding Summit this year to the mix. Um, you know, we, when you're talking about a team that made a trip to the state championship game and you guys get a chance to be the voice of that team. What's it, what's that mean for your station and for you guys? Well, really want to thank athletic director Kirby uh, at, at summit. He, he's the one that, you know, we, we met with him and coach Coleman uh, with the football team and 
we're really excited uh, to, to be able to, to, to cover there. I believe this is their 10th year, which is hard to believe. It just seemed like yesterday that that school was being built. Uh, but they're part of our coverage area. A big part of uh, our coverage area is, you know, if you're familiar with that Spring Hill, Williamson County line area, that's a very growing population, uh, you know, big area of growth. And uh, we really wanted to, uh, you know, cement ourselves there uh, amongst uh, that area. And we were fortunate enough to get with Summit. And, and it just happens that they had a really good team last year. They were state runners up. Uh, and they have a lot returning this year, and I expect to see uh, Summit you know, make another deep run into the playoffs, and uh, they'll uh, be joined uh, by Mike Epley, uh, who will be doing the play-by-play -play for uh, for that broadcast, uh, who is a 10-year veteran uh, that had been with Columbia Central. Uh, he lives in that area, so it made sense, and uh, we wanted to put somebody up there with some uh, experience, and uh, Justin Lamb uh, is going to contribute as well. So uh, we're excited about the partnership that we've created with them and, and look forward to broadcasting uh, their games because I think we all know um, radio is going to be a big part of high school football this year with some of the limitations to uh, fans and capacity in the crowds. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are going to be leaning on us along with you guys uh, to get information and get coverage of a lot of these games. Yeah, you know, um, you, you talked about Mike Epley taking over the mic at Summit. So, um, you know, talk about your plans with Columbia Central's broadcast in their 74th year on your station. Yes, sir. Uh, we're really excited uh, to bring Lee Maddox home. Uh, Lee is the communications director at Farm Bureau uh, here uh, in Columbia. Uh, uh, Lee has a lot of experience in, in radio and television. And um, really looking forward to, to him coming in and being our play-by-play -play man here. Uh, he, he will just be uh, – he'll only be the third play-by-play -play guy in the past uh, 15 to 20 years that we've had. So um, I think it's going to be a positive change. I'll be joining him uh, as the color analyst. This will be my third year uh, doing that uh, for Columbia Central High School. Uh, and uh, it, this uh, winter during basketball, uh, we have Mr. Barry Duke uh, coming back uh, to the airwaves here, and he will be covering our basketball uh, along with Brandon LeVere, a former uh, Columbia Central standout, uh, about to be a graduate of Cumberland University. And um, it, I think that's going to be a great, a great uh, pairing as well. Uh, Barry started with uh, WKRM. Back in 1978, him and Chip Walters. Uh, Chip did the, the men's games at Columbia Central, Barry did the women's, and then Barry took over and was the play-by-play -play for both football and basketball until 2000. So we're, we're, we're very excited to have him back uh, in the fold with us and uh, look forward to uh, many more years with Mr. Duke and Mr. Maddox and uh, continuing our, our coverage of Columbia Central Athletics. Big times for TriStar Sports. and. Um... You know, obviously big times for, for high school sports in general with everything that's going on right now. Just getting back on the field, I think, is going to be a victory for a lot of people. It is. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uncertainty, but uh, we saw we had a, we had a football game uh, in the county just last week uh, at Battle Creek Middle School. Uh, they played E.O. Kaufman. Uh, it appeared everything went well. Uh, I, 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 again, um, you know, it's a, it's a fluid situation that we're all aware of, but uh, I, I think 
everything seems to be on on course right now for, for the game Friday night. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be in both of our frequencies, both of our stations are going to be just within a couple of miles from each other. You're going to have Summit on the road at Independence. Uh, and then you're going to have Columbia just down down the road at Springfield High School, uh, both big rivalry games to start the season. Uh, and typically you would expect huge crowds at these games, but uh, due to the TSSAA um, guidelines as far as, you know, fans attending, uh, it's going to be interesting to see that the crowd sizes. I know uh, Columbia Central was originally given 200 away tickets for family members of players, it sold out in a matter of seconds, apparently. It was an online portal. Uh, they had some more that went on sale this morning to the general public. I'm not sure the status of where that's at right now, uh, but I, I can assure you that uh, there are going to be as many people there as that, that they will allow. And for those who aren't there, uh, they can obviously uh, listen to the game on 103.7 and 1340 AM uh, WKRM. Uh, you talk about this being a fluid situation, Clayton. Um, Friday evening, Columbia Academy was supposed to play Marshall County this weekend. Saturday evening, that game had been canceled. This morning, Columbia Academy is playing at Clay County. So um, on Friday, so wow. yeah, and and it looks like there's going to be a lot of that shift on the fly type stuff going on as as the season progresses and, and coaches and teams have to deal with the fallout from the, the pandemic and everything that's going along with that. Right. Yeah. You, you've seen it, not just from Columbia Academy. Uh, you've also seen it. Uh, Beach uh, is going to be playing Powell this week. I think they were originally uh, scheduled to play a team out of Jackson. That game had to be canceled and uh, Beach found Powell out of Knoxville. And, and now they're going to be playing on Friday night, but, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to Charlie Lansdale. Charlie does not back down from competition. Uh, he'll play anybody anywhere, and um, that that is not surprising to hear that they found Clay County and they got them on the schedule. And you know that you know people just want to play football. They want some sense of normalcy if they can. And uh, it's unfortunate that that Marshall County uh, isn't going to be able to play this Friday night. But that was a non-region game, and obviously the matchup between Columbia Academy and Clay County is a non-reaching game as well. and um, but, I, but I'm sure the Bulldogs will be excited that, that they're at least going to get to play uh, this Friday night, and I'm sure they'll, they'll do well. Yeah, it's, a, it's absolutely a fluid situation, and with high school sports returning, it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, just having some, some sports content is important. But this uh, – this won't be the only sports content that you guys have had uh, locally. You did uh, broadcast the Columbia American Little League over the summer, so that was really cool getting a chance to give those kids a chance to just be on the radio and kind of feel like they were something really special and important. So great job to on thinking about that and, and making that happen. Yeah, um, you know, it's something that apparently used to happen back in the 60s and 50s where they would broadcast games, uh, Little League games. And um, it's my understanding Columbia American Little League was one of just a handful of uh, Little League associations in the state that actually had a season. Uh, and the fact that they were able to make it work um, is encouraging. You know, I was talking to Maurice about this the other night. I think it's encouraging uh, that we were able to make it all the way through the summer 
uh, into early to mid-August, and we did not have any problems. So um, if, the, if it can be managed as well as it was in Little League this year, hopefully uh, the same will go with middle school and high school athletics because you're right, we, we need it, the kids need it, uh, and the parents need it. Some, some sense of normalcy uh, with everything that's happened over the past several months um, can only be a positive. And, um, you know, we, we just got to continue to hope that people take the precautions that are necessary, uh, that people got to remember that um, what they do and what their actions are will, will affect everybody else. And, um, you know, um, you know, s smarter minds will prevail here if, if people handle this the right way. Like you talked about um, getting an entire season in, you guys had your um, championship games on Friday night um, in the majors. Roberts Toyota, unfortunately, I know you don't want to be reminded of this, but Roberts Toyota defeated your Morgan Stanley team five to one in the finals. Um, in the juniors, Fieldhouse Sports defeating Mayor Molder fourteen to eight. Um, for the championship, but the most exciting game of the bunch may have been the um, juniors consolation game with star physical therapy having to score in the bottom of the eighth for a walk-off 14-13 win over Sonic. Yeah, uh, that, that definitely was the game uh, that, that was the most exciting of the three. If you, if you were at our 5-1 uh, game the other night, it, it wasn't as exciting because um, – we essentially got dominated by um, by Robert Toyota, but yes, uh, there was definitely some exciting action in the junior league. Uh, you know, a lot of these teams that won the tournament, uh, you know, either finished second or third in the regular season, and they, they, they were playing really well at the end of the year, and they really made some good runs in the tournament. And uh, again, the, the fact, you gotta give a lot of credit to John McDonald, the president over there, um, him and all the board members, they were able to make it work. You know, um, there, there were some guidelines sent down from Pennsylvania, from Little League, as far as, uh, you know, with concession stands. Uh, they did not want those to happen. So what, what did they do? They ended up having food trucks. And uh, I think you could ask any of the vendors that were there throughout the year. Um, it was very successful. It was a very successful uh, partnership that they made with a lot of these local vendors. And... Um, I'll be honest with you guys, there, there wasn't a night there when all three fields were being used that there weren't at least four, five, six hundred folk, people there, you know, folks there each and every night. And um, it was able to work. And, um, you know, kids were able to compete and have a good time and, um, you know, socially distance, um, you know, at an acceptable uh, level as far as, you know, being able to compete and, and be spread out on the field and, it really worked out well. And again, you got to give a lot of credit to the leadership over at the Club America Little League. It was a good summer. It was a long summer. Baseball is typically done before Memorial Day. And this year, it we literally had kids going to junior high football practice last week and then going over and suiting up and playing baseball at night. So it was unusual. It was a little different, but definitely a season – especially for the 12-year-olds, um, that they'll never forget because if they got they gave out these little plaques uh, for the 12-year-olds who were aging out, and it said the 2020 COVID season on the plaque. So uh, it'll be something that they remember for the rest of their lives, and, and, and there's no doubt about that. Yeah, you know, um, going back through my Facebook history posts from, from time to time here over the last little bit, 
Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed the Little League trail to Williamsport until this last few days. I mean, that um, that's about as big a thing this time of year as getting ready for high school football, really missing that. Yes, and, and you know, um, I, last year I, I actually coached the 11-year-old and uh, our group out of Columbia won our district and made it to the semifinals last year in the state, I believe, uh, that was ended up being hosted in Columbia. We were really looking forward to uh, try to make another run uh, at that state tournament again this year. And unfortunately for that age group, they're not, they, they did not have that opportunity. Um, but we still had a, a high number of those kids come into the league and play this year and, and get to enjoy at least a regular season. And as you mentioned, that end-of-the-year postseason tournament that we typically don't have, but th that we did have this year for those guys. And uh, I know they appreciated it. Their parents appreciated it. And uh, as their coach, I appreciated uh, the league man will put that on for those guys because they deserved it. And, uh, again, it's unfortunate they didn't get a chance to compete in All-Stars, but uh, the fact that they got to play when so many others didn't um, is something that they, you know, really should – should, should be, you know, take it as a blessing and, and be, be proud that they were able to at least get a season in this summer. Absolutely. Clayton, thanks so much for joining us. Um, just want to give a quick shout out once again, Friday night, you guys will be both at independence for the border battle between Indian summit and you will be at Spring Hill high school for the backyard bowl, which is uh, Spring Hill and central uh, WKOM, WKRM, you'll be able to hear those live. If, you, if you're if you not in the area and you can't hear them on the radio, you can hear them on the website. Um, tell them about that website. You can also, we'll have a listen live link on um, sm-tnsports.com, but go ahead and give them your website as well and uh, Twitter. I know you guys are yeah, right so you, there. You can go to, um, you can go to wkrmradio.com. You can also go to wkomradio.com. And for our Friday Night Live, uh, Trastar Sports Friday Night Live, you can go to TrastarFNL.com. And as I mentioned, we are really, really excited about that. Um, you know, we, we all know that, you know, there, there's a bigger station in Nashville that does a, does a call-in or, or a scoreboard show. Uh, but we really wanted to create something that really focuses on Southern Middle Tennessee in uh, the teams in, in this area. And um, we, we appreciate you guys being a part of that as well and look forward to having you both on um, in the next couple of days uh, to, to really promote high school athletics. And um, like I said, we, we appreciate all the work that you guys have done uh, over the years. Um, it, it really means a lot and it means a lot to these kids. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about these kids getting the opportunity to go out and compete and also being able to get the recognition that they deserve. Hey, when does your pregame programming start on Friday, Clayton? It will start at 530. Uh, we will have uh, a 530 pregame show with Murphy's, Murphy's matchups that we're syndicating. And then at 6 o'clock till about 645, we'll have a pregame on as well. Um, there, there's more details that we are working out, uh, as you all know. Um, <laughs> We, we, it, like I said, I bring it back up again. It's a fluid situation. Um, 
we, we were all expecting option two to happen or plan. Uh, I think I think it was option two with the TSSAA, and then the governor signed the order, and all of a sudden we got a full season happening uh, on the 21st. So, uh, but hopefully uh, we'll, we'll have you guys uh, on there as well uh, on pregame, looking at some of the matchups that you guys are going to be covering this week. Uh, and then obviously have you on the post game as well uh, to give us a wrap up of, of of the events from Friday night, which I know that we are all looking forward to. Absolutely. All right. Once again, Clayton Harris um, from Kennedy Broadcasting. Thanks so much for joining us. When we come back, we will talk to Spring Hill High School head coach Ben Martin on Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are now joined by Spring Hill High School head football coach Ben Martin, whose team will be taking on Columbia Central on Friday night uh, in the annual Backyard Bowl. Coach, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Hey, Ben, are you guys um, billing this as the Backyard Bowl? Obviously, a lot of bells and whistles will be missing from the previous three matchups. Right. Um, yeah, we're, we're still billing it as the Backyard Bowl. And, uh, you know, obviously we had to go to all online tickets. Um, you know, capacity is limited this year to 900, um, you know, um, and, and if it's any indication, uh, tickets sold out uh, about two hours after we opened it up to the general public. So, um, you know, so, someone did ask me, you know, is there going to be a big economic impact? And um, a lot of folks don't realize, you know, we depend on, uh, you know, our gate as, as a major source of revenue and to put it in to perspective, two years ago when we hosted this game, we sold um, 57, yeah, no, 4,700 tickets. Uh, and so we're going to sell 900 this year. So it's going to be a pretty good uh, economic impact uh, on us anyway. Well, not a, not a good economic <laughs> impact. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's – wow. That's that, – that puts it in perspective right there. But, um, you know, obviously that's something that, that's going to be a thing – all year, I would imagine. Right. And, and you know, we, we had our region coaches meeting and, and we've discussed, you know, limits on different stadiums. I think Tallahoma's probably got the biggest. So, um, you know, I, I think uh, Coach Olive said that their uh, their capacity was going to be right at 1,900. So, um, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, we play two Williamson County schools this year at their place, which will be Summit and Nolansville. Um, early indications are they're going to have somewhere between two and 300 tickets for us. Uh, they're using GoFan just like we are, so they'll make those available. And, and what we've really tried to do is, is uh, have a pre-sale uh, for, our, for our parents just to make sure, you know, our parents get tickets to see their kids. And, and uh, you know, we've had to, we include the cheerleaders and, and, and uh, our band will be playing at, at our, our home game. So we've tried to include uh, everyone to make sure that at least parents – have a little early shot at getting tickets. And, and I think Williamson County is going to be very accommodating just in, in talking to, to their coaches. Um, I think they're going to kind of do the same for us. How do you think that's going to impact the atmosphere of the games throughout the year, not just Friday night? 
Right. Um, you know, I think, you know, football is football. We're glad to be playing, uh, you know, regardless. Um, but uh, as far as the atmosphere goes, and I think fans will still be rowdy. You know, we may not have as many, um, you know, rowdy fans, you know, I, I guess as, as you would have before. Uh, but our, our, our parents get, get pretty rowdy too. Uh, but um, I, I think it'll have an impact. You know, I'm not sure. Um, it, it seems like I give the same answer to almost every question uh, is we don't know what we don't know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess we'll find out, um, you know, Friday night and, and see how that goes um, and, and, you know, just move forward from there. You know, Ben, I'm not sure if you've watched much Major League Baseball or the NBA or the NHL, um, the latter two in their bubbles. But, right. yeah, at, at least you guys will have – somebody there i guess yeah, there, there won't be cardboard cutouts so uh <laughs> at, at least that that's going to be good I, and i think you know that's part of it you know we talked about um you know at the uh, at the rotary meeting the other night about community and 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 i think that high school football plays a big part uh in in all communities across the state really across the country and and so um I think the importance of, of having the fans in the stands, uh, regardless if it's a limited number, is is going to be big uh, for both communities. You know, I, I know that uh, you know it's 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 great um, in, in a normal year, and, and I think it'll be great this year too because of the circumstances. Uh, you know, right down the road, Indy's playing Summit, and and we're playing Central, so uh, we're kind of kicking off the season with those big rivalry games, and and in in generally the same community that that we live in so you know hopefully uh that'll that'll be a boost uh, to morale maybe when you think about the idea of playing you know your first game no scrimmages no jamborees against your biggest rival you know <laughs> it it kind of it, there there's no shortage of motivation for these players you're, you're definitely going to get their best at least for the first 30 seconds right <laughs> right right yeah well and, and we talk about that you know this game every year um it, it, it's full of emotion and and so what we try to concentrate on is having some substance when that emotion fades because you know it it, it will fade at some point you know some some bad things will happen or or, or something other and, and you can only ride that wave of emotion so long and that's when you have to lean back on, on you know, being, you know, uh, disciplined and being able to execute and, and kind of fall back on, uh, on on what we've been able to teach, you know, hopefully the, the last two or three weeks um, and, and kind of sustain, um, you know, the, I, I tell the kids all the time, there's a difference between emotion and passion and, and, uh, and love, you know, and so we can ride the emotion and, and that's all fine and good. I know there's going to be a lot of it, but, but we have to, at some point we'll have to fall back on, on passion for the game and, and execution and, and being able to execute, you know, what we need to do to, to be successful. You know, Ben, you talked at the um, Columbia noon rotary club forum on Thursday about um, your team's motto for this season, stick a foot in the ground. This game has been really interesting the last two times y'all have played. You led at halftime at your place two years ago. You had a day and a half halftime, and, and then it turned the other way for Central. Last year, you guys are up 12 nothing at the break, winds up 13-12. How does Spring Hill get over the hump on their home field and get out to a 1-0 start here? 
Well, I, I mean, I think it's going to be, uh, we just got to execute. Um, you know, we, we, uh, it, it, it was a close game. Like you said, two years ago, um, you know, goodness gracious. I, I feel like if, if we hadn't had that lightning, I, I think we'd have come out on top. Um, and, and then just coming back a day and a half later on a Sunday wasn't, wasn't good for us. We, we weren't prepared. Um, and then last year, um, you know, if, if, uh, what's, what's the old saying, you know, if, if, uh, wishes and butts for candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. But, um, you know, we, we, we lined up for a two point conversion, uh, would have, would have put us over the top. We had it. Um, and then, uh, we, we didn't know that Landon Seacrest was on the sideline with a cramp and got called for not enough men on the line of scrimmage. So, you know, we make the decision to go ahead and kick the extra point and we miss it wide, right. So, um, those are those are those are in the past, and uh, and and in keeping with you know our mantra this year, we're going to stick a foot in the ground and get this thing turned around. And I think um, if you know the the, the better prepared team uh, will come out victorious, you know Friday night, uh, or at least I hope so. So execution is going to be key. Uh, you know, Jason and I are good friends. We talk a lot, and uh, he said, you know, I, I we both agreed. I, I'm I'm worried that um, you know this is going to be a 30 turnover game. And if it's not a 30 turnover game, it, it'll be 99 to 98. And I said, it might be a 30 turnover game and be 99 to 98. <laughs> you, know, you never know. Who, who knows? And, um, and, and I think, you know, Chris, you mentioned, um, you know, this is our first scrimmage. Uh, and usually, you know, anybody who, who knows anything, that first scrimmage is usually a mess. And uh, fortunately, in normal years, we're, we're able to kind of stand behind them. It's more of a controlled scrimmage kind of thing and, and correct them. Uh, that's not going to happen this Friday. So I think Jason and I both are just hoping for not bad football on Friday night. And, and there's so much that comes into that, Ben. As you said, this is your first scrimmage. I mean, um, you, you we were talking off air about heat index. I mean, you're going to be dealing with, with cramps and with penalties and – and it could be midnight before we get out of there. Well, and that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, I, we had our coaches meeting yesterday, and, and I, I was I was pretty plain, uh, plain on um, you know guys. It, it, it's their first game. It's our first game, uh, but it's also the officials' first game. You know, and they're they're, they're going to be kind of rusty too. You know, and, and they they in general they do a good job, but you know they're going to be looking at their points of emphasis, and and you know we're we're gonna we're gonna misfire. Um, you know, like we would in a normal first scrimmage. So, uh, hopefully, like you said, hopefully we get out of there before midnight and it's, it's not bad football. <laughs> I think that's a, that, that's a big key factor there that you just mentioned. And, I, and I, I didn't even think about it in being a former official. And that should have been one of my first thoughts. But, yeah, you're right. These guys have not been out there. They, they've not gotten a chance to run at game speed and that sort of thing. We, we may see some officials on the sidelines with cramps and, and – <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know, that's true. And I know, you know, uh, in general, it's, it's a tough job and it's, it's tough to get those guys in there. And I can't imagine that, that this year is going to be any better. If, if, if anything, it's probably going to be a little worse trying to get, you know, uh, officials uh, to cover all the games in the state. It's going to be an interesting year. <laughs> in general. I, I'm, and I'm really, I mean, I, I won't say that I'm excited to see how it all plays out but I am in a way it's right. it's you know it's I'm curious more so than excited but I'm excited that we're playing football so I'm I'm excited that we get a chance to see how it plays out uh, no matter how long we play so once again Friday night um, 
Buford Gladney Stadium, home of the Spring Hill Raiders. It will be a 7 o'clock kickoff, and if you don't have tickets, that's too bad because you're not getting one at this point. Uh, there will be masks required and uh, temperature checks at the door. So if you do have a ticket, one of those 900, get there early. Uh, get You're going to have to be screened at the at the gate, so make sure you get there early. And, hey, just, uh, just, if you do have a ticket, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get in. Uh, that that's true. That's that that's also true. Um, I'm I'm just and, waiting on the the scalpers outside. <laughs> right, right. And, and, you know, who knows? It, it, that that may happen. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, we, we can't allow that. But I mean, we can't <laughs> everything. But uh, um, you know, and and one thing, if I could, you know, um, it, it's an opportunity for for Spring Hill fans as as well as Columbia Central fans. Um, you know, we uh, we broadcast on the National Federation of High School Networks. Uh, Craig Teal and Dave Dunson do a great job there. And so that's an opportunity. If uh, if you didn't get a ticket, you know, you'll have an opportunity to, to stream that through their service. So, yeah. uh, wanted to kind of throw that out there for – and, you know, in the past it's been good for grandparents who lived out of state and things like that. They can still come, you know, watch – be able to watch, watch the game. Uh, but this year in these circumstances, uh, you know, that may be another avenue, another opportunity for them to, to be able to watch it. Right, and just like we were talking about earlier, we'll also be on radio. Uh, to be careful, yeah, we'll have it on, on radio. So if you can't watch it via NFHS or you don't want to pay the fee or whatever, you can hear it on radio. And it will be a um, an exciting ball game. We're excited to be there. And uh, I think Maurice is going to be on the sideline trying to walk from the 25 to the goal line on either side. <laughs> While socially distancing. <laughs> While right, distancing right, himself. Right. So, But thanks, Coach, so much for joining us. We really appreciate you, uh, you taking time to do this on a Monday. And uh, keep it up, and, and we'll see you Friday night. You bet. Hey, and thank you, guys. Uh, I, I do feel like I need to mention and really appreciate what the service you guys are offering because, uh, you know, we, we don't really have many avenues now. Uh, for our local high school sports. And without you guys, we wouldn't be able to get it out there. So we really do appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you so coach. much. All right, when we come back on Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, Maurice and I will talk a little bit about what you can expect from our podcast and uh, for the rest of the, the year and uh, starting on Thursday, what you can expect. So we'll be right back on Sports Night, the podcast. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back to Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Maurice, we've got a... Our, this is our last podcast before the start of... I guess what we will be doing the rest of the the school year, hopefully, as long as sports continue to be played. Uh, we've got some games, uh, matches, games, whatever you want to call them. We've got some volleyball, soccer uh, taking place this week. And, um, and on Thursday, we will talk a little bit about those results, but also talk about Friday night football and what you can expect the next um, – over the next two days because we do have a Thursday night game this week. Uh, we get Richland going to Rogers. So just kind of, uh, kind of tell folks a little bit about what, what, what we can expect on Thursday and, and what you think will, you know, will be important for them to know 
Well, I think what's important for them to know is on Thursdays, we'll be talking about the upcoming matchups, be they on Thursday night or Friday night. As you said, um, Richland gets everything started Thursday night going down to Rogers, Alabama, back down in, near your old stomping grounds. So you're going to slip down there and see the Raiders on those Raiders. On Friday night, we will have Columbia Academy, as we mentioned in, in our first segment, Columbia Academy was originally scheduled to play at Marshall County. That game has been canceled due to some COVID-19 concerns at the Lewisburg School. Columbia Academy will now travel to Clay County. We'll be talking about that matchup. We'll also talk a little on Thursday about the Backyard Bowl, the fourth annual Columbia Central going to Spring Hill. Also, Mount Pleasant will be at Summertown. Zion Christian will go to Grace Christian up in Franklin and in a matchup between two South Williamson County schools. Summit will go to Independence in the border battle. We'll be talking about all those. Mostradamus will be making his picks, and Chris will try to keep up. Hey, you know, I didn't do too bad last year. <laughs> it, 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 it was pretty close, but that's only because I let Maurice make the picks beforehand, and I just copied them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm really excited about – having two podcasts uh, because last year, you know, we would do the show on Tuesday or the last two years we did the show on Tuesday where we talked both about the recap and the previews Um, this, this year you'll get a Thursday podcast just before the, the Friday night games. And then we'll be back here on Monday, the following Monday to talk about those games. Uh, We'll show you some highlights, uh, video highlights, and we'll also, you know, have some, some information about where, you know, what happened and just kind of talk a little bit about that. So lots of great stuff uh, expected from Southern Middle Tennessee sports. Again, on Friday nights after the ball games, um, if, if you stay up just late enough, probably around midnight or so, you'll, you'll be able to check out uh, our website for uh, the, the game stories to be posted along with uh, some photo galleries and uh, from, from at least a few of our games that, that, that we'll be at and um, you know if not wake up Saturday morning as soon as you wake up you'll be able to see them so that's exciting I'm looking forward to that I'm I'm looking forward to the immediacy that we'll be able to um, address with that format so we we plan to have something from from every game in our area or every team that's involved in the game in our area so that's that's something that um like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to provide to provide that. There we go. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's a little different from what we're used to in the past. So having that immediacy will be really cool. Uh, so thanks again for to everybody who has uh, who who has followed us on social media. Again, we're on Instagram at sm underscore tn sports. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter, and then of course on facebook uh at smtn sports um shameless plug here want to throw this out there if you want to follow me on friday nights before the game i will be making my a, a trip to a local eatery wherever the game is if it's in spring hill it, it'll be a spring hill eatery if it's in rogers alabama it'll be in rogers but uh, you can follow me at Friday Night Bites tn that's friday night bites b-i-t-e-s um tn 
and I'll be re- reviewing a restaurant beforehand, uh, a little pregame meal action. So really excited about that. It, it's a, uh, you know, Todd's taste of the town, right? Like Todd Blackledge and sort of, sort of that kind of idea. So really excited about it. Plus I love food and <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it gets big enough that I'll get free food from these. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I think this is going to be somewhere between Todd Blackledge and, and Andy Staples, maybe. So oh, um, it, it, def- your, uh, it definitely won't be Guy Fieri or uh, Gordon Ramsay. I can tell you that for sure. Well, you kind of got the Guy Fieri hair going on, though. Hey, you know, Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> Another shameless plug. As long as we're making them, Absolutely. if you've not seen this, you need to. Um, and we are getting it out in and around the area, you know, distribution difficulties maybe, but um, look for the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, Fall Sports Preview Magazine at a school, at a game, um, maybe at a quick mart near you. Um, yeah, there's a list on our Twitter. Those out. Yeah, so, there, so check that out. Or, and, or just um, – Tweet us, and, and we will try to make arrangements to get it to you. Yeah, absolutely. We can get you a copy no matter what. Uh, we'll be – I'll definitely have some of my game on Thursday and Friday. I'll be at the Indy Summit game, so I'll, I'll definitely have some there. I know that the Touchdown Club at Indy has said that they would be willing to help us get that to their uh, parents and that sort of thing, so – and, and Summit as well. And we'll have some at – We'll have them at the Spring Hill Columbia game as well. Awesome. So if you're looking for that, well, you know, this is a good way to get it is just to show up on a Thursday or Friday night and you can, you can pick one up pretty quick. They're absolutely free. Uh, pick one up if you do see one in town. Like I said, the, the list of where they are being distributed is on our Twitter. It's pinned at the top of our profile page, so you can't miss it. Make sure to check that out. So really excited about the way it turned out. And, uh, other than that, I think um, we just want to make sure to thank um, Clayton Harris and Ben Martin for joining us. Uh, again, special thanks to sponsors Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang, Custom Stone Handlers, of course, our title sponsor, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. Um, this week's composite high school sports schedule is available on the website. Make sure to check that out, uh, sm-tnsports.com. And while you're there, go ahead and enter your email address. Subscribe for free to our content and have every story delivered to your inbox. Absolutely no cost to you. That being said, if you are feeling generous, um, there is a donation spot on the website just under that subscription area. If you want to help financially support local coverage of high school sports, you can do so right there on our homepage. So once again, thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, All our sponsors, thanks once again. This is Sports Night, the podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. You guys have a great day.